Hey, this is Scott Niemeyer, lead pastor of High Point Church. I want to welcome you to our podcast. We hope that you're inspired and encouraged by the word today. Let's jump in and get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome to High Point Church Online. We're so happy that you could join us today. Man, we are so looking forward to meeting with you in person again, worshiping with you in person again. We are so close and we just can't wait, but uh, we are so glad that in the meantime, you've joined us for church online today. You know, anytime I get the microphone and the chance to speak with you, uh, I've got to give my shout outs to the worship team to the production team, the creative team, our videographers and our photographers, everyone that has been able to make church online a reality. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have been able to do the things that we've been able to do the last few months. So I just got to give a shout out to those teams and thank the people on those teams. Uh, If you would just take a moment now to comment uh, in the chat room and shout out some people on that team and show them some love. We appreciate you and we're so grateful for you. I've also, uh, as always, got to shout out our pastors. We have the best pastors in the world, and I'm so grateful that they've been able to lead us uh, as a church, as a congregation, uh, so well during these unprecedented times, dealing with everything that we've had to deal with. They've just led us really well. And so, uh, Pastor Scott and Pastor Kelly, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, They have spent some much-needed time this week away on vacation with family and friends and hope that they are well-rested and ready to tackle this next season as a church together. We're going to continue our sermon series, Waypoints, today, and uh, I'm so excited to do that. But before we get started, let's pray. Jesus, we love you so much. We are so honored uh, that we get to do life with you, that we get to navigate through seasons like this uh, with you, knowing that you've got our best intentions in mind, God, that, that you move and orchestrate with good thoughts towards us, God, knowing that we're moving towards a great hope and a great future, Father. So we just welcome your presence uh, here with us right now where we're at, Father. Thank you for being a God that can meet us where we're at. We don't need a church building or a specific location, God, but you are in all places at all times, God, and you're close to us, and your nearness is for our good. It's for our benefit, God. So thank you for being near and close to us. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as I said, we're continuing our sermon series, Waypoints, today. And for those who may just be jumping in on this series with us, a waypoint is defined as an intermediate point or place on a route or line of travel, a stopping point or a point at which the course is changed. So turn left here, turn right there, make a U-turn, enter onto the highway, exit off of the highway. And uh, in, in modern times, we most commonly relate to a waypoint by way of a GPS or a global positioning system. And for the purposes of today's message, uh, a GPS is going to actually be referred to as God's positioning system. Because as we've talked about before, God has his own system. He's got his government. He's got his way of doing things. Now, if you know me, you know that I'm a planner and I don't really like to deviate from the plan. Uh, I know that when I leave my house and I'm going somewhere, I know the route that I want to take to get where I'm going. And I'm the type of guy that I want to even try to to beat the estimated time of arrival, even if it's just by a few minutes. I'm always playing that game with myself. But sometimes when I'm on my journey, and I'm going uh, where I'm going. Every now and then something begins to happen on my phone, on my on my GPS. And this word pops up and that word is rerouting. Now, when this word pops up, I usually experience a little bit of frustration because I already know I'm not going to get where I'm going when I wanted to get there, and I'm not going to be able to go the way that I wanted to go. This is complicating everything, but 
Sometimes what I have to do is take a deep breath and realize that when a GPS is rerouting me, it's not changing my destination. It's just changing what it's going to look like to get where I'm going. Now, in a practical sense, there's probably a few things that we could list off of reasons why uh, we're getting rerouted somewhere. Maybe we missed our turn. Uh, maybe there's, there's traffic. Maybe there's construction. Maybe there's a wreck ahead. Uh, but ultimately, when we're rerouted on a GPS, it's because we're trying, uh, it's trying to get us to our destination as quickly and as safely as possible, or because there's things that happen on the journey ahead of us that are out of our control. And really, life is the same way. In life, control is somewhat of an illusion uh, when it comes to our external world. There's so many things that are actually completely out of our control. We can't control, uh, we can't control the traffic. We can't control uh, the, the construction. We can't control wrecks that are ahead of us. In life, we can't control the way other people react to things. We can't control the way people treat us. There's so many things that are actually out of our control. But we do, however, have a say-so uh, and control over what happens in our internal world. I have a say-so in how I respond to people, maybe when they don't treat me right. I have a say-so when it comes to my role uh, in, in projects at work. I have a say-so at how I respond to things that are going, in our, uh, that are going on in our world. I have a say-so uh, in how I show love and give hope and, and operate in peace uh, in the world around me. And I think it's important to understand that in our spiritual lives, and, and that spills over into our natural lives, that as Christians, it should be the love of God and the truth of His Word and the truth of His character and His kingdom that guides us into choosing uh, how we respond to things that come our way. Because let's be honest, in life, it's very rare to have everything go exactly the way we planned it. But the important thing is, is we have to realize that life is still going. And God is still moving and we get the privilege of being along for that ride. So my question for you today is what do we need to be positioned or led by God, especially in a season where things are being rerouted? Let's take 2020, for example. I'm sure none of us planned on having uh, a pandemic hit. It completely rerouted our plans for this year. You know, so what are the things that we need to be positioned by God and his systems and to be led by God? Number one, we need God's Word. Why is God's Word important? Well, it's very simple. That's because words reveal. Words reveal. In Matthew 12, verse 24, it says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. God's Word reveals His heart for you. We say it all the time that our view of God determines our response to God. His word is important because God's word reveals his heart for us and to us. Psalms 119 verses, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So not only does God's word reveal his heart for us, but God's word reveals the road ahead for us. Think of headlights when you're driving late at night. Headlights don't reveal everything out in front of you, but it reveals just enough for you to see what you need to see to get where you're going. Words and conversations are also really important because words and conversations lead us to relationships. They lead us to deeper, stronger, and more authentic relationships. And that leads us to number two today. We need a relationship with God. 
John chapter 1, verse 14 says about Jesus, it says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word of God describes Jesus as the Word that became flesh. So if words reveal God's heart and His thoughts towards us, then Jesus Himself is God's heart in the flesh. He's the actual revelation of God's heart in the earth. Psalms 37 verse 23 says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. See, if God is directing my steps and He takes joy in every detail of my life, that's the person that I want to know in a real and a personal and in a tangible way. See, if I don't know how a GPS on my phone functions and I don't know how to read it, I'm not going to get very far. So it's important that we know and have relationship with God, with Jesus, that we're led by the Holy Spirit. For example, I know Micah Niemeyer is a real close friend of mine. You guys know him here in the church. He does a lot of work for the church. He's here on staff of the church, helps me a lot with our creative and our videography departments. I've known Micah since he was in elementary school. I've known him for a really long time. And because I know him and I speak with him and we have relationship, we've developed relationship, we have conversations with one another, when he speaks, I recognize his voice because I know him. And it's the same with God. As we get to know God more and better, we recognize his voice when he speaks. And it's so important because in a a world where there are so many things that are fighting for our attention, we live in a really noisy, loud world with with social media and, and things of that nature. When things, so many things are fighting for our attention and for our purpose and for our future and for our lives, we can discern the noise from the voice of God because we have relationship with Him. So a relationship with God is so important. The third thing is we have to have relationship with people. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to a GPS on my phone, I like to use Waze. That, that's my uh, GPS of choice. And what's really cool about Waze is that it's not just using satellites uh, disconnected from real time uh, to, uh, to, to guide me on my journey. It's actually a bit of a social networking uh, GPS. So, th- so there are people that are further along in the journey that are already somewhere where I'm trying to go who can, who can plug into the app and say, hey, you don't want to go this way because there's traffic, because there's construction, because there's a wreck. And it informs me on my journey because they've already been there. And it's the same in our spiritual walks and in our lives. We need people to help inform us on our journey because they have wisdom. They've already been where we're going and we need relationship with people. A few of my, my favorite scriptures concerning this, they're all Proverbs. Proverbs fifteen twenty two says, Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Proverbs 24 verse 6 says, For for by wise counsel you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. So we need each other. We all have something that the other person needs needs to offer to inform us on our journey so that we can learn from mistakes, we can make the journey a little bit easier, we can gain the understanding that we need to to get where we're going. So why is it important to trust God's positioning system? Well, it's really simple. It's because God knows what we don't know. Psalms 147 verse 5 says that His understanding is unlimited. 
I don't know about you, but I'm willing to admit that my understanding of life, of my journey, of situation, of other people, it's all extremely limited. But the Scripture says that God's understanding is unlimited. Proverbs 3, 5-6. through 6. This is one I'm sure we're all familiar with. It says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all that you do and He will show you which path to take. As I said earlier, life rarely happens the way that we plan, but God has a plan, and it's so important that we lean in to that. For just a moment, let's think about how far the GPS has come. You know, now we have them on our phones. They're in our back pockets. They're so accessible. We can take them wherever we go at all times. Before that, I remember having to purchase a, a, a GPS um, attachment that you would put on your dash and you'd have to power it by plugging it into the lighter in your car. You know, before that, we'd have to go on Google Maps and we'd have to put our destination in and print them out. How many of you guys remember these things right here? Had to print these out, and had to take them with us uh, on our journey. Uh, in fact, one of the last times I used one of these, uh, a friend and I were going to Arkansas to visit another friend of ours at, at uh, Bible College that they were attending. And uh, somewhere along the, the way, we realized that we had completely missed one of our waypoints. We had completely missed an exit or a turn. And uh, we were completely uh, uh, adding way more time to our, our trip than what we really needed to. Um, and how many of you know we found ourselves in that predicament because a piece of paper, it is what it is. Once I print these out and I leave the house, I can't see things that change on the journey. I can't see a wreck that's coming. I can't see construction that's ahead. I can't see any of those things. Uh, there are no warnings. There's no way to reroute when it comes to this sheet of paper. Because this sheet of paper, it's a document that is not alive. It's not living. It is what it is. But this phone, it's living. It's constantly evolving. It's updating me in order to help me get the most out of my journey the quickest way possible. And it's the same way with our walk with God. God is alive. His word is alive. It, it, it is always current. It's always relevant to where we are right now in every season, in every moment of life. And God is more than able and capable of, to, to get us where we're going. I use a GPS most when I'm on a road trip going somewhere that I've never been before. And when I think of a road trip, I, I think of the different seats that someone can occupy on a road trip. I first think of a back seat. The person that's typically sitting in the, in the back seat is completely disconnected and disengaged uh, when it comes to the road trip until it suits them. They're sitting in the back seat. They've got their AirPods in and they're listening to music. They're watching something on, on Netflix. They're completely uh, disassociated. They've disassociated themselves from the trip. The, the moment that they, they engage and connect uh, with the trip is when it suits them best. They've got to stop and go to the restroom or they get hungry. They only engage when it suits them, but otherwise they're disconnected and dis disengaged. I also think of the driver's seat. That's the person who is, who is in control of the journey. They're the one that's manning the ship, so to speak, and they're going to get you where you're going. And I also think of the passenger seat. When I think of the passenger seat, I think of someone who is a co-pilot. 
They're not exactly in charge, but they're partnering with the person in charge to get uh, to the destina- destination. There's someone that, that assists with whatever needs assistance. Maybe they're the ones controlling the playlist on the journey. Um, and, and the person in the passenger seat also on occasion will, will take the driver's seat and uh, let, the, let the driver take, uh, take a rest. So I want to ask you today, in life, which seat are you in? Are you in the back seat in this journey of your life? And are you disconnected and disengaged until it suits you? Are you the one that's in control right now? Or are you the one, I'm somebody on a road trip, when I'm behind the wheel, I don't want to give it up. I'm typically the one that's going to drive the whole way. Are you that way in life? Are you trying to be in control and in the driver's seat all the time? Or are you in the passenger seat, which is where I think we should be most of the time? You're the co-pilot partnering with God in the driver's seat in the journey of your life. I don't know what you're having to deal with. I don't know what losses you've suffered. I don't know what stresses that you have to deal with. I don't know what decisions uh, await you when you walk away uh, from from your computer screen or your, your phone screen or your TV screen today. But I do know this, no matter what you're facing, life is so much better when we allow God to be in the driver's seat and we can be his co-pilot and partner in life with him. There are seasons in life where he says, you know what, I'm going to leave this seat to you. Why don't you take uh, the driver's seat for this, this leg of the road? But it's so important that we are engaged enough and aware enough to know what seat we should be taking in any given season. So I want to ask you today, what seat are you in? I want to encourage you to really have uh, the boldness and the confidence to examine yourself and see uh, where you sit. You know, in order to reach our destination, in order to get where we're going on the journey, it's going to take movement. It's going to take us to taking steps to leave our home, get in the car and turn on the ignition and go. And maybe today, uh, that's what you need to do. You need to take that first step. You need to go and uh, put the key in the ignition and get going. You need to uh, open the door for God and, and get ready to go on this journey. Well, I want to pray for you today. If that's you and you've never, um, you've never started a relationship with God, you've never pursued a relationship with Him, uh, you're going to have an opportunity to respond in the chat on, on Church Online. and You can have the opportunity to, to respond in the chat on Facebook. We, one of our team members would love to connect with you and pray with you today. Uh, but before we do that, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father God, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your love. Thank you for choosing me even when I didn't choose you. Thank you for being a father who cares about every detail of my life. Thank you for leading me. Thank you for guiding me. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. God, I thank you for every single person that's tuned in today. I pray, Father God, that you would just continue to meet each person wherever they're at on, in the journey of their life. God, I pray that in this season, your word would become more real to each and every person than it ever has been before. Father, I pray that you would move on all of our hearts to open our hearts to you. Areas where our hearts are, are hard, I pray that you would make them soft and willing to receive the fullness of your love, of your direction, God. You're such a good father who wants to give good things to his children. Father, I pray that through your word and uh, that, uh, through your word that you would, would allow us an opportunity to grow deeper in relationship with you and with one another. Help us realize that we need you more than ever right now. We need each other more than ever 
right now in this season, Father. May we be a people who get to the point that can say, God, I don't care what it looks like as long as it looks like you. I don't care what it sounds like as long as it sounds like you. I don't care what it feels like as long as it feels like you. God, you are the one that we want. You are the one that we need more than ever. We ask that your Holy Spirit, who you refer to in, in your word as our helper, would guide us into all truth for our lives. Help us understand the journey that we're on so that we can position our attitudes and our hearts to be better as we're on this journey, as you get us to where we're going. God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Man, if you prayed that prayer today, we just uh, commend you. We celebrate you. We're so happy that you have given your yes and your life to God. You know, we're a church of next steps and giving your life to God, that's the first step. And uh, if, if you did that today, your next step would be water baptism. If you want to sign up and register for our next water baptism event, you can text the word made new. That's one word made new to 94090 to register. Somebody from our team will reach out to you and uh, give you more information. There are so many other ways that you can plug in and get connected with our church. You can just go to myhighpointchurch.com uh, to learn more about that. Man, we love you so much. We're so thankful that you tuned in today. Uh, and we believe that you are going to have such an amazing week. And we believe the best is yet to come. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this message, we encourage you to subscribe and share it on social media. Or jump on over to our website at myhighpointchurch.com and click the giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you. And remember, you can do all things through Christ.